Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, Blessed Are They. It shall be focused on a study of Matthew chapter 5 and 6. Before we go any further, we begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, Lord, for You said, Blessed are we when men persecute You for, for Your word's sake. And You said we should do good to those that do bad to us and love our enemies. And we thank Thee for that Sermon on the Mount where You're teaching us, Lord, in such character. And how, Lord, it said, They marveled at Your doctrine, for You spoke with authority. We thank Thee that You've given us that same authority. And we can speak with with authority and they will marvel at our speech but Lord we know that it's you living in us we pray may your word be manifested in us today in the name of Jesus Christ we pray amen up next we shall listen to Matthew chapter 5 and 6 chapter 5 and seeing the multitudes he went up into a mountain and when he was set his disciples came unto him and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. For great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, Till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. 
But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Agree with thine adversary quickly, whilst thou art in the way with him. Lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. Verily I say unto thee, Thou shalt by no means come out thence, till thou hast paid the uttermost farthing. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. It hath been said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. Again, ye have heard that it hath been said by them of old time, Thou shalt not forswear thyself, but shalt perform unto the Lord thine oaths. But I say unto you, Swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black. But let your communication be, Yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Ye have heard that it hath been said, An eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil. But whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor, and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Chapter 6 
Take heed that ye do not your alms before men, to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness! No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. 
Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, Be Not Afraid, It Is I. This was preached in 1961 on April the 14th. We'll begin at paragraph 4 up to paragraph 22. I trust you find it to be a blessing. But this rich young man, now here's something for you businessman. Now I have to close. Notice now, so you'll, you'll let this sink deep in your hearts. By rejecting Jesus, it never stopped his increase of goods. He continued on. Let's follow him a while down through the Bible. His flow of goods got greater. And because your business picks up a little bit, don't you never think at all time that's God's blessing. The wicked prosper, you know. This man, he got greater. And he got to a place till he was so great till all of his barns bursted almost. He had to build new ones. Now, he thought he had done the right thing by turning down Jesus and not making an in, in investment in him. He thought he, was, he had done the right thing because in the worldly possession... I'm going to say something now. In worldly possession, he thought he had done the right thing because he had prospered. And that's what our denominations think. Because they organize themselves and their groups become millionaires and billionaires. They feel that they are it. Didn't the Bible say thou art rich and increased in goods to this age, but don't know that you're naked? Miserable, poor, wretched, blind, and don't even know it? What a miserable condition. Man and brethren, don't make an investment in something like that. It's bound to perish. Why not make an investment in something that's proved now through the Bible? And you know, with the, the text that I got written here, we could be here tonight still on these texts proven through the Bible. Those who made that and who turned it down. I'm showing you a real investment to make. Put your life, your time, your money, your talent, put everything you got in Christ. God guaranteed us to us by raising him up again. We'll rise in the last day. He promised it. What more could you look forward to? Tell me any investment you could make would pay off like that. 
Tell me what you can invest in this morning and make $10 million and tomorrow be a corpse. What good would it do you? What profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? What if you're a pauper and called so-and-so and deacon, presbyterian, doctor, bishop, elder, pope, or whatever you might be called? That's praise as a man. I'd rather be called a holy roller by the people and have be a son of God in my heart with the new birth in the Spirit of Christ dwelling in me and Him proving it by the vindication of His Word and making me live. The life that I once lived, I don't live no more, Paul said. Yet he was a teacher and a scholar, but he changed his life when he met Christ and made his investment in Christ. He was a different man from then on. Oh, increased in good, certainly this man did. You know what? Jesus told him, if you notice here, he said, go sell what you have and give it to the poor. And come follow me, take up your cross and follow me, and you'll have riches in heaven. See? What an investment to make, but he chose not to do it. Now, so has the lady I see at church age chose the same thing. Not to do it. And remember, when he got so awful rich, as the church has today, the poor laid at his gate and only got the crumbs that he swept off to the dogs. Lazarus. The poor in spirit. Jesus said in Matthew 5, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is a kingdom of heaven. We don't want to take that place, that rutted place, that way away place of being poor in the spirit. We don't want that. We want somebody to praise us and be big somebody. As some brother said a while ago, uh, uh, sure sealed it good. When he said, how can you have faith when you have uh, respect one to another or desire the, the praises one of another? Don't care what anybody says. You want the praises of God, the respect of God on you. He'll only respect you as he keep his word. All right. Now, and we find out that poor man in spirit laid at his gate and scrambled for the crumbs. Oh, maybe if it's a Salvation Army, he'd give him a dime when he passed by or something to keep it looking so bad. <laughs> but I imagine he invested in his own church greatly. And his organization had kept him great, big somebody. But the payoff finally come. It finally got there. Great funeral service he had. I imagine some old bachelor come along with a wide robe on, said, Our precious brother now is in heaven. Oh, he did so and so. He is a member of our congregation. He is now in heaven. Oh, how we are grateful for our precious brother. How different it was to the Word of God. Jesus said his payoff, he was in hell. He made the wrong investment. And in hell, he looked it up and saw the poor in spirit who had made his investment in joining it in the bosoms of Abraham. And then he became a beggar. Wishing he was a professed believer, Father Abraham. <laughs> Send that beggar down here. <laughs> it turned back again. His investment was in the wrong thing, the procession of the world and the praise of man. But this beggar laid there hungry, and he become in the bosoms of Abraham. Send. Lazarus, he's there where he can get a drink of water anytime he wants to. 
He can there enjoy the blessings of God. Send him down with a few drops of water upon his fingers that he might touch my parching lips here because these flames are tormenting me. That's the payoff. What for? Rejecting to make the right investment. Don't do it, man. Don't do it, businessman. I've got more confidence in you. And that, if you're a businessman, sell every pearl you got and buy the one of great price. Make your investment in Christ. In His life in you. Now we realize that everything that has a beginning has an end. And there's only one thing that never had a beginning, and that was God. And when the Bible speaks there, I don't think I'm misquoting it before a Greek scholar and a Greek man. The word zoe means God's own life. Then if we have eternal life, the Greek word zoe means that we have part of God's own life because we become a part of Him. We are a son and daughter of His. Then we have eternal life and that doesn't die. You have eternal life. There's only one form of eternal life. And that's God. God is eternal. He never did begin. He never can end. And the only way we can be eternal with Him is to become part of Him. The only way I become a Branham is because I become part of a Branham. The only way I become the human race is be one of them. And the only way that I can be a son of God is become part of God. Then I have to be born of His Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's it. Sell all your denominational creeds and invest in eternal life. Businessmen, businesswomen, you see through the Scripture, many others have been running through your mind. As you know, I have a way of knowing it. Of other things. Sell all your creeds and all your denominations and come find life. You're invited this morning to come. Don't turn away like he did. He is a very foolish businessman. So don't be like him. Be like Paul. Sell all your popularity out. He said, I'll never come to you with the great swelling words of my education. Because if I did, then you'd trust in his ability, in his education. But I come to you in the power and manifestations of the Holy Ghost that your faith might rest in Christ. May I repeat his words, or not repeat it, but say it this way. I didn't come representing the organization. I didn't come as a scholar. My words are chopped up. Many of you good people who got education might not even understand it's so chopped up. But I come to you in the power of the Spirit, in the demonstrations of the Holy Ghost, which God vindicating his word, that your faith will not rest in what man does, but what God has promised. Let us bow our heads. Solemnly, Lord, we stand on the threshold where a decision must be made. This great time of, of jubilee that we are celebrating over at the Life Tabernacle of your invitation 50 years ago to your people. And we have thoroughly been through it. To the best of our my way uh, of knowing it and depending upon the 
God who knows the heart of man, that he will reveal it in the proper way that it's been in. That man might see to return back, and the only way to do it is come to the truth of the Word. I pray thee, Heavenly Father, that none of us will be so foolish as to turn down an investment like that. May we invest our time, our talent, and all that we got to the praises of God, knowing this, that no matter if we gain the whole world, we lose our soul. What good did it do us? What good does a praise of a man do when atomic fire is burning the earth? What good will it be today, maybe when our tombstones uh, be floated up in some sands, when the howling winds, when this world is swept into the sun yonder, throw it out of its place like it was before the antediluvian destruction, and throw, uh, instead of being thrown from the sun, throw it into the sun, no more water but fire this time. And the sands howl across the earth before the great millennium, and our tombstones Come up, doctor so-and-so, brother so-and-so, or bishop so-and-so. What good will that do when our souls are yonder somewhere in eternity? And it's got to be the living know they have to die. And as men and women, boys and girls this morning, Lord, we are all realize that we're, we're not here to be seen or heard of man. We are here in the the agony of Calvary. We are here with the Holy Spirit in our hearts weeping as it did to our Lord over His rejecting in Jerusalem. And our spirits this morning weep out for a lost world. Give us wisdom to know how to approach Him, Lord. We don't want them lost. The very spirit within us would condemn us desiring their lo being lost. But may the Holy Spirit constantly cry, sweep out until we put forth every effort with our talent, with our time, with our money, with everything that we've got. No matter how little it is, we offer it to you. Help us, Lord, to take this great message to a dying world. I have very little, Lord, that I can offer. No ability, no personality, no nothing. But I just got my soul, Lord. My voice. And it's all yours. And I'm sure that speaks for this whole audience. Use it, Lord. If I had money, it was yours. What time I have belongs to you. Everything, my all in all. Help me, Lord, and help us all. We want to make an investment this morning in the kingdom of God. Forgive our slothfulness, how awful we have been to find this great treasure, and how the Holy Spirit in us should have the same interest that it did when it was in Christ, always to do the Father's will and His bidding. And he come to save the lost. Give us a desire, Lord. May there not leave in our bosom that burning, as thy great servant John Wesley said. May it never leave. May it swell greater and greater until it throws us to our knees to beg and persuade. 
May it throw us to our knees to go to the highways and the byways and in the corners and in the businesses and everywhere, into the churches and wherever we can get and introduce this eternal life to men and women today. When it's all over, may we gather in thy home. As we sat here this morning looking across this table, I've seen Brother Herholzer, a godly old saint, hear him riding on that plow. I'm thinking myself as a little barefooted boy with a pair of rope lines over my shoulders behind an old plow. This great saint of yours from California was at the Azusa Street seeing those men and their shoulders stooped from hard labor in the field. And I sat at this breakfast with them. I'd rather be here than be with the president sitting in this godly bunch. Our eyes, as we younger people, look out and see our daddies and mothers, how they fought to win the prize and sail through bloody seas. Help us, Lord, to take up where they're leaving off. Grant it, Lord, and someday when life is all over, and we set maybe no more at a breakfast like this, but we will set at a supper. That'll be served in the sky someday. And then the king in all of his glory with his great robes on walks forward. And we reach across the table to shake each other's hands. So glad to see you, brother. Tears of joy will run down our cheeks. But the king will say, the battle's over. You did your very best. Then with his hands, he'll wipe all tears from her eyes and say, Enter into the joys of the Lord that's been prepared for you since the foundation of the world when our names was put on the Lamb's book of life. Lord, help us to be grateful to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, may we serve you. Amen. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Scripture, which You're teaching us, saying, Be not afraid, it is I. We thank Thee, Father, in all that, Lord, as we see how Your disciples were in the boat, and Lord, they were scared, and Lord, looking at how the tempest was blowing every which way, and they were thinking it was their day of destruction, but they came to Thee. They had at least enough, Lord, faith to know that you would solve their problems. And so help us, Father, as the tempest of life and the winds blow every which way, that we might come to thee and saying, Lord, we perish, save us. We thank thee, Father, to know that you're an ever-present help in times of trouble. Speak to us today out of thy word, and may the words that we've heard continue to work on our souls and mold us after your will. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.